Welcome to a new edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Rick Serrano III. Hey, people! Boy, you have your own intro and everything. Ain't that something? Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Man. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got a few things to go over today. As you can see, we having a new, we have a whole new um, format here. We're gonna, we're not really live yet. We're getting there. We're working on it. Um, there's going to be a few things that uh, we're going to be talking about. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of shit that happened this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about uh, the battle, the war between AEW and um, NXT. Uh, there's a lot. Oh, man. You know, the thing that makes me mad is that when we had posted this and we've been doing this is our personal opinion this is our thing this is our 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 own battle that pov this is our own pov exactly but the thing is is that um if everybody's wondering miguel and mimi are not here they had to go over, off to a meeting in uh albuquerque new mexico so <laughs> they're getting messed they're getting yeah from uh from uh heisenberg um, heisenberg uh well Walter Weiss. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. Like I said, those guys ain't here. But Mimi did send me a text of her uh, uh, her voting for this week. So she did end up watching it still, but she still sent us a, uh, what her pick is. Um, if we well, somehow end up in a tie, then I'll read it, and then you know we can go from there. Well, the... Uh Wrestling POV president said that Mimi Booty and Bill Cole have a face for radio. So that's yeah. why they're not here. And that's the main reason why they're not on. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. So let's go over uh, to the Facebook uh, poll and hater comment of the week. Uh, this week it was about uh, Bailey's new look. All right. So I'm going to read uh, some of the comments here. Uh, so just now, I mean, before I read these, Rick, what do you think? Of Bailey's new look. I think Bailey is looking exactly how she should look as a heel. Um, you like we always said on this show that when you're a heel, you have to go with the darker colors. You know, uh, Mojo Rawley came out. Times. Mojo came out with those bright colors when he was trying to be a heel, and it just didn't match up. Uh, no, the haircut, the makeup that Bailey is sporting is perfect. I love the attitude. You could. See the subtle differences in the facial expressions. That is yeah. how great she is as a heel. I'm loving it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's great. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, um, especially after what happened um, yesterday on SmackDown, uh, wasn't her greatest. It looks like she's still, you know, not ready to come out of her shell. Um, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, <laughs> it's. For me, I like the look, don't get me wrong, but it's just um, like last night, what she did last night, I was like, mm. she's. it doesn't seem like she's ready for it yet or she hasn't adjusted to it yet. Because everybody's got to understand one thing, too. This is her first time being a heel, yeah. you know? I don't think even in, when she was in the indies, 
that she was a heel um, even in the indie, in, indies, you know. In NXT, she was the huggable girl. She, everybody loved her. She was for the children. And then now she's like, F your children. <laughs> Fuck your kids, you know. Fuck your kids. So, yeah, so, I mean, for me, I like the new look. Um, I think she needs to get away from Sasha, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It just seems, for me, it just seems like Sasha's taking over. You know, and I'm not, I'm not digging that. Uh, there's something about it that I'm just like, you know, Sasha was talking all this shit before, and then now you can't, you know, I don't know. It just seems like you can't stay away from the spotlight, and well, she's taking it from Bailey. As I said on last week's episode, that got damaged. I, uh, <laughs> I believe that what's going to happen is it's going to be a lead up to Bailey saying, "Whoa, Sasha, back up." I'm the champ. I'm the head B-I-T-C-H here. Yeah. You need to take a step back. And Bailey ends up turning on Sasha, making her a bigger heel yeah. and working in that angle. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and, and the thing of it is is that, you know, I'm waiting for that Bailey to come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not seeing that yet. All I'm seeing is her just kicking back with, a put, you know, with an attitude yeah. and shit like that. And I'm just like, Bailey... What are you doing? You know. Anyway, all right. So I think, a, uh, I think so, it's a slow build. I think we'll get there eventually. I hope I so. Yeah. To be honest, because other than that, it's not really working for me right now. Her, the attitude, yeah. you know, change. I like it, but the attitude is, is just not. It's not fitting from what she's trying to be. And I think Sasha has a lot to do with it. To be honest. Uh, all right. So Will Perry, he said, "Love it. She needs to get a uh, a new look and turn heel." Oh, she needed it. Never mind. I'm like, you're that. Uh, Patrick Brunette, he said, one of the most overrated performers I've ever seen in the decades I've been watching wrestling. She's worthless on the mic and not much better in the ring. Zero credibility as uh, both a heel and a face. I honestly don't know what WWE sees in her. Damn. God, man. That's, that's. Bro, she was, they were calling her the female John Cena. They were for a while, yeah. What? Uh, Ryan Johnson replied to him, and he said, Patrick, I agree with you 100%. It pisses my roommate off when I put Bailey down, but I really don't get what they see in her. And as far as um, as far as the heel turn and new look, what are y'all, what? Y'all couldn't sign, oh, why? It's supposed to be why. He put what? Uh, couldn't sign Tessa, so you made your own. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. You know what? Listen, man, he made a mistake. But, he didn't mean roommate. He should have put his mother. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but listen to this. He goes, she has as much credibility as fake Razor and Diesel. Only Rick Bogner and Glenn Jacob had talent. Oh, wow. Wow. R.I.P. Rick Bogner, by the way. Huh? R.I.P. Rick Bogner. Yeah, Bogner, yeah. Passed away. I couldn't believe it. Uh, then Patrick responded. He said, she's as bad and overrated as Mandy Rose, DeVille, Evans, Brian Reigns, and so many others. No. No. That's his name no. now. Write this name now. What? No. no that's Patrick, bullshit. you are bugging out, bro. Yo. He, he needs to be suspended from Facebook for about a month after that one. That <laughs> is terroristic threats right there. I yeah. will report that. How you dare me? you? How dare you? All right, so <laughs> Joseph uh, Alicia, he responded back with, lay off the crack. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh my God. Oh, that oh, this is where it gets, I guess, got kind of nasty. Uh Patrick responded back with, I love the convenience of, of the blocking feature when dealing with idiots. Um, I'm not gonna read everything that they said, but uh uh the Lance Trilogy Savage. Uh that's a good wrestling name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He responded to Patrick by saying, Daniel Bryan overrated. You lose your ability to comment about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eric Kerr, he got into it too. He jumped in the conversation by saying, I love when people say the American dragon is overrated. Dude's the best technical wrestler of his generation. Eric Kerr, American dragon. Okay. All righty then. But I uh, love how... All these guys are coming in support for Daniel Bryan, but not one person said anything about supporting the women, who, in my honest opinion, have been way better in the last couple of years than Daniel Bryan has been in the last couple of years. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous that no one's mentioning, well, you know what? Bailey is great. Sasha is great. All these other women that he mentioned. So yeah. I, 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 I love that they're supporting Daniel Bryan, but he mentioned 10 other names there, too. Yeah, he did. He did. So, all right. Uh, let me see. What else do we got here? Um, Carl Davis. He said, she looks like a generic Tessa Blanchard, not Tessa Blanchard knockoff. That's wrong, man. Bro. That is wrong. Why would he say that? <laughs> Julio Cesar uh, Escobar. He replied to that and said, Tessa is way better than Bailey. Now, that's a, I guess um, Tessa Blanchard, her contract went out with uh, uh, TNA or Impact. So, of course, everybody that's jumping on the uh, uh, AEW bandwagon, and that's what it is. I'm sorry to say. I am sorry. To, you know, you they talk about w, WWE fanboys. What about the AEW fanboys? The minute somebody's contract is up, they're automatically like, oh, Go to AEW. He needs to go to AEW. She needs to go to AEW. He's like, stop with that bullshit. It's true. Anyway, it's where are you going to go? Um, well, actually, her contract isn't up. It's up in the uh, summer of 2020. They confirmed oh, that really? recently. Yeah. So all this speculation is ridiculous. I do have to mention this, though. They look. It looks like they're putting her in the Impact Heavyweight Championship picture. I saw that. I was like, yeah. what the hell was up with that? So uh, they're trying to make her the new China. So if you're gonna call Bailey the new yeah. Tessa, I'm gonna call Tessa the new China. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's looking like. Yep. So all right, uh, Travis <laughs> Werberling. He says anyone can obviously obviously see if you watch her appearance on SmackDown this past Friday night. He was talking about last Friday, not this past, uh, not last night. That she's either not comfortable working as a heel or just doesn't have the passion to work as a heel. I mean, anyone but Helen Keller could see easily that that's fucked up. Easily that the end of the story is going to be Sasha turning on Bailey for the title, which will make the heel turn uh, her for Bailey pointless. And then they'll uh, more than likely come up with a bad promo to get her to apologize to the fans and to get her to be a babyface again. That's not going to happen. I told you what's going to happen. Bailey's going to become a super heel. I promise you that. Listen to me. I'm saying it here first. Wrestling POV's very old. Rick Serrano, the third. <laughs> uh, Michael Perry, he says, love it. Matt Giannotti, he says, is there a don't care option? Damn. 
Damn, man, my fellow Italiano, what are you doing? It's your peoples, Rick. I don't know what he's talking about over there. Hey. <laughs> Ralph Snyder says, uh, that's one wrestler nobody gives a shit about. Because I don't. What wow. is going on? There, there was a lot of hate, let me tell you. Uh, Peter Pitnick, Pitnick, he says, regardless of the look, Bailey will always be Bailey. No, 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 I don't, <laughs> no. no, this made, uh, this actually changed her and I dig it. All right, let me go. Let me read one more. I'll read one more. Uh, Jaquan, Jaquan. ridicule right. blanding. <laughs> he says, hate it. Hate, uh, her hair makes her look like the MILF that used to be a 10. But now she's a four, bitter and wants to see the manager because you, you didn't double a bag a single pack of chicken breasts. <laughs> Damn, bro, that's just rough. But I think honestly, I think the hater uh, comment of the week goes to Patrick Burnett. Yeah, definitely oh. Patrick Burnett. Yeah, uh, all right, so Rick, do the honors. Hater alert, Patrick Burnett. You bump. <laughs> Right. All right. So the poll results, and and this is what's wild. And and mind you, I didn't read all of the the comments. Okay, I only read a very few. You know, there was a lot of hate comments on there. Um, not hate to where I'm like, well, I can't read. No, there was a lot of people that just did not like it. You know, but the poll results were something different, and I'll tell you why. Because eighty one percent of the votes, and we had a lot of votes. It was love it. 81% said they loved it. Only 19% said they did not like it. You know, they you know, hate it. This is just like, it reminds me of a voting situation when you go to vote for the next president and people are like, well, they're not going to vote that they love it, so I'm not going to vote. And yeah. then, that's what happens. Yeah, you guys are talking much. all this trash and you're not voting. Get your voice out there. <laughs> You know, and, and like I said, it just cracks me up. You know, there was a lot of hate comments on there, people that just did not like the gimmick. And yet, <laughs> 81% said, oh, I love it. It's like, really? You know? Oh, my God. All right. Thousands anyway. of votes, and you guys. <sighs> just terrible. They're dumbasses. All right. You know what? Let's go into the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get to some birthdays. All right, Carmella, F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S, turns 32 years old. <laughs> wow, 32, huh? Yeah. Have you been watching the Total Divas? Bro, the way she changed up that whole story about not What's knowing. The, I haven't watched it, so explain. She's changing the story about how she didn't know that he was married and oh, that the they were still going through it and stuff like that. It, it's ridiculous. She she was in love with him after like two days. It's just preposterous the way that show is going. It's not making her look any better than what she's looking like now. They're trying no. to make it like, oh, I'm getting bullied. They call me a homewrecker, this and that. And Corey <laughs> is straight up a dick. He's just like, well, Corey? yeah, he's just like, well, that was the breaks. It's just like, yeah, yeah. he's he, yeah, he's uh, like. That's, that's he told her while they're hiding out in a hotel, well, one of these days I'll take you out on a real date. And she melted for that. It's like... Serious? Yeah. 
No shit. See, because I'm just waiting for this season to be over, and I'm just going to binge watch the whole thing instead of waiting. So, but no, I didn't know that. But then I did hear the fact that um, that uh, he's he's uh, he's on that show, yeah. and uh, like when uh, on last night's SmackDown, I heard um, <laughs> I, uh, Michael Cole say something like, uh, "I really like you on that show," or something like that. It was funny. <laughs> All right, so uh, next uh, up we got uh D'Lo Brown. You're messing with the real deal now. Ooh, wow. Turns oh, 49 cool. years old. Now, from what I remember, uh Andrew Teaster got one of the prizes in the box, in the mystery box, was a D'Lo Brown autograph picture. Nice. That he never did a video or took a picture of what he got. Jesus, yeah. man. What's wrong Come with on. you? Get All right. T- Rosa Mendez turns 40 years old. Wow, really? Is she still doing that uh, little workout video? I don't know. Well, you know, Rick, you got to get on these things, man. I I mean, I barely, I wasn't even going to say her name, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Scott Hall, hey, yo, turned 61. Wow. So, do you know what's going on with his uh, his brother, his son? Is he still wrestling? I haven't heard anything. I heard he's like a badass in the ring. Yeah. I heard that. I don't know. It could be wrong. A while ago, yeah, he was hot news, but I haven't been hearing anything about him. Hmm. All right. Uh, Taka Michinoku turns 46 years old. No shit. No, Taka Michinoku. I would love to see him back, like even doing commentary with Funaki or something like that. Yeah, that would have been cool. But I think he's doing stuff with uh, New Japan. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we have a like a, a move named after him, the Michinoku driver, know, right? driver so. and that's rare. Yeah, that's yeah. rare, you know. And yeah. uh, you know, I did mention why are we mentioning Rosa Mendez, and uh, I might have to take that back because his last birthday, the best in the world, CM Punk turns forty-one years old. All right, so there's a lot going on with him. Um, a lot of rumors going around, and uh, should we just go straight into rumors? No, <laughs> are you done with the news? No, no. you haven't even done it yet. No, All but this right. is one rumor that's not in the rumors, but I'm gonna say it now. They're saying that Fox, um, that I don't know, there's a lot of hoopla going on with CM Punk. That there's one at one point they were saying that he was gonna do the backstage stuff with Fox, and then they're saying, well, they want to do something else with him. And now, you know, the the comments he's been making online about AEW, you know, and then all of a sudden Triple H is coming out saying, hey, you know, business is business, you know, in regards to CM Punk. um, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff happening. I don't even, I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm at this point where I'm just sick of hearing things. I want action. Let's let's come up with the thing right now. Let's stop talking about. Well, he may do this. He may do that. Oh, he's talking about AEW. Listen, man. And CM Punk, don't get on my nerves, bro. It's been a long <laughs> goddamn time that we've been waiting for this. And now you want to drag it out. Get yeah. it together, bro. Get it I together. I know, right? Got to get it All together. Right. With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. And we are back with the news. You know, sometimes when you do these things on video, you got to remember, we're doing an audio podcast as well, so we're going to hear the little jingle there later on. But just imagine. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, 
Raw in the United Kingdom, Matt Novak, what's going on? The viewership dropped to 3,000 yeah. people. Yeah, is that really right? Is that accurate? That can't they be said, accurate. They said they looked it over a, a couple of times, and they said that that was it. So basically, Matt Novak, his wife, and his 2,998 kids were the only ones watching Monday Night Raw. Damn. That's wrong. That is wrong, Rick. Man, but they but said a, a couple of weeks ago that the viewership was forty-eight thousand. So to plummet to three thousand. Wow. I mean, I know the NFL went over there. They weren't watching Monday Night Football, though, right? No, there's no way they were. No. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, wow. I mean, UK. I'm glad you listened to us. I mean, yeah. three thousand for watching Raw. I mean, it's been yeah, bad, that, but not that bad. That can't be right, though. I don't believe that that's right. There's no way that that's right. Three thousand people in the UK were really, really no. There's no way. I I can't. I, let's Speaking see. of crash, WWE 2K20 is caca poo poo. It is garbage. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Man. There uh, was there was a one glitch that uh, with the referee and Charlotte, and Charlotte did not look right at all. My God! Yeah, it, it's bad. Sony is yeah. uh, giving refunds for these glitches, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it's crazy because no one's taking blame. WWE's no. like, nah, that's not us. Sony's like, nah, that's not us. Yuke is like, nah, that's not us. So, something went wrong. Well, see, I also heard that they switched um, companies or some shit like that. I, I could be wrong, but I heard that they switched companies. I heard that um, that, <laughs> that they uh, um, I, did you see like the images though? Oh my god, it's like, bad. Terrible. Like, the way it looks like it was back in back in the day with Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. You know, like they showed like the different pictures of of like The Rock and how he looked before and then how he looked in the new game. And it was just like, wait, what? That can't be real. And yeah, it's, yeah I was like, wow, I mean, they they fell off the deep end with this. If they cool. lost money on this, they deserve to do so, because this was this does not look good at all. The way they were talking about Bailey in the, the previous segment in the poll. You would think they were talking about the WWE 2K20 version of her. <laughs> because that is garbage. But not yeah. the way she looks now. She looks mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's all I got for the news, Tony. On to the rumors. <sighs> now, rumors. I only got a couple of them. Uh, the WWE Network is, uh, they have plans to bring back the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Now, now see, they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball because you should be wow. having the rest of the POV podcast. Uh, I mean, not only that, now they have Corey Graves doing their podcast. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got two half Latinos here, you know? <laughs> we could have did that job. Jesus. Anyway, but they're going to call it, they're going to give it a new name. I don't know why they couldn't have just stuck with Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. Ugh. All right. So uh, the last one I have is Tyson Fury. Uh, his deal with the WWE is just for Crown Jewel, but he wants to come back for more later on. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> for people that are like, oh, my God, he's, you know, 
he's gonna get it. Yep. I, I'm sorry to say, he's gonna end up getting whatever he wants. The man is making 15 million. Is that what we said? 15 million. 15 million. Anybody in their right mind, uh, if they turn down 15 million dollars, no, there's nobody. I would do it. You would do it, Rick. Everybody would do it, you know. And it's just, and that's what people has to understand. At the end of the day, it's a business for themselves, obviously, because a lot of with wrestling today is has a lot to do with independent uh, contractor. You know, you're, you're, you got to sell yourself. And when you do, you got to make the most out of it. And Tyson Fury, does he really need the money, though? No, he don't. He don't, you know. But it's an extra 15 million that he's going to hey. make off of this crown jewel. And not only that, and if he wants to come back, which I'm pretty sure is going to be at WrestleMania, I can, you know, hearing that, I'm pretty sure is going to be at WrestleMania. He's going to make more than that. You know what I'm saying? Now, then it, now we go back to is it really fair to the guys that's been working all these years? No, it is not. I mean, Christ, um, the OC, and I'm, I'm not talking about AJ. But Gallus and Anderson, they resigned for like $700,000. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are they millionaires? Well, duh. Yeah, they're going to in a couple years. But, you know, even back in the day with the Attitude Era, there was only like a handful of guys that were making, you know, the million dollar mark. You know, just a handful, you know. I think Undertaker was one. Um, I think Shawn Michaels was the other one. Uh, Triple H might have been another one, but The Rock sure was. Steve Austin sure was. Um, I think Mankind was close, uh, but I, I could I could be wrong. Um, did I say The Undertaker? Yeah, yes. The Undertaker. He's you know he's he don't need to make no more money, bro. If you, you know, combine all of those people, they won't make up Tyson Fury's money mm -hmm. in one match. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, with all that being said, it's just, you know, for me, it, in the wrestler's point of view, that's, it's not fair. It really isn't, man. It's like $15 million to this dude to appear in, in the Saudi Arabia show. I don't know, man. To me, I, I don't think it's fair. But at the same time, you know, if it was me, yeah, I'd do it. As much as I would suck, yeah, I'll still do it. Yeah, you're going to pay me $15 million to do that? Yeah. I'll do it. All right. Uh, that's all I got for rumors. Well, you got your injury. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, new day is down one man as Xavier Woods has suffered an Achilles injury, which he just had surgery for. He is out for six months to a year. Damn. Bummer. Damn. Yeah, that sucks for him. Um, yeah. He said he's going to be eating pizza. He said he's going to be going to uh, Comic-Cons and stuff like that. He's going to be on video doing stuff, uh, playing games. I was going to say, he'll be playing games like a motherfucker. I mean, that's a break. I mean, for mm -hmm. him, I think, I mean, it sucks. Booker T mentioned on the FS1 show that he may never wrestle again. I feel like that's an exaggeration. But uh, Achilles injury. It's bad. They say it was a tear. And if we had Mimi here, she would explain basically if that is something to recover from or is that something that he can't come back into the ring with. Um, even if he decides to come back into the ring, it's going to be longer than a year for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now, do you have any more injuries? No, I don't. Is, 
Okay, so now I want to stick with this for a second because now everybody's saying well, this is a good time for Big E to turn. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. This is the moment for Big E to turn, become but a monster. That be predictable, though. I mean, it's been predictable for about a year now, and everybody just <laughs> it hasn't happened. So yeah. I mean. <laughs> You know, so what do you want? I mean, it's it's gonna. I I think it should happen, um, but I think they need to still play around with it because yeah. this injury to Xavier Woods is new, and you know, let it lengthen it up a little bit. Maybe Royal Rumble. That's exactly. when the return can happen, or you know, make it at a big pay per view because that would be, um, to me, that would be probably a big thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because then it's easier for Big E to be like, you know what? I've been carrying this New Day shit for the longest time, and I'm done. You had that opportunity. I didn't. Where was my opportunity? You know, shit like that. And they got to really make it like a jealousy thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, though, it's like, I don't know. I look at it both ways. And for me, one of them is, you know, do I really want Big E as a heel? Because he's really good as a babyface. Yeah. All the goofiness shit that he does. But the guy can wrestle. You know, he can wrestle. And would a program between him and Kofi, would that really bring him over the top? I you believe know? so. I think, you think so? I think what you need to do is have Kofi do one of those stupid things at the Royal Rumble again. Where he's, oh, he's surviving. And have Biggie just push him. And just look at him. And then build that story into WrestleMania, into a WrestleMania match. Biggie versus Kofi. And that's where New Day dies. And you can bring New Day back a year later when Xavier comes back. And you can have Kofi he, and Xavier. try to put them back together. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just saying as a tag team, just have Xavier and Kofi. Have Big E mm -hmm. do his own thing and just have Xavier and Kofi do the New Day stick. Because you're going to make so, money off of that regardless. So now with, with, uh, with um, Xavier out and then he comes back, um, he, like... I don't know. If they're saying that he can't wrestle, um, he can still do shit in the business, though. He can oh, be a man. Because he, yes, he's a good promo guy. You know, he can talk. I think out of the three, he's the better one at cutting promos. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't fake it. He doesn't act like he's a wrestler. He talks like he is the wrestler. And I've said that many times. And out of the three, he's the best one out of them. Yeah. So I can see him in that man manager role take Sami Zayn out and let him be the you know but I mean he would have to be healed obviously I know that you know for Shinsuke or or even do your own little group you know what I'm saying so it he has something to do in wrestling and it, it's unfortunate if 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 the circumstances that he cannot wrestle again it, it'll be really sad because he's really talented um I wish they would have given him instead of the tag team I wish I could have seen him more with the U.S. he could have done a lot with the U.S. title he could have done a lot with the IC title him and Shinsuke I think they would have had a really really good match but you know other than that ah uh, man I don't know it, it's I wish he can I hope he can come back you know I don't wish ill on anybody you know yeah uh, with him he's he's talented he's very very talented very smart um. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Is that it? How do you, how do you think Paige's feeling? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that <laughs> is terrible, man. Jesus. All right, let's go straight into the hot tag news. So the hot tag news of the week was um, it's about Seth. Um, if you guys heard, uh, Seth made a comment towards Kenny Omega. 
um, being in the minor leagues. Um, now, Rick, uh, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, basically, he was cutting a promo. He was at like a, some kind of um, Q and A thing, yeah, yeah. and someone asked him about that, and then he said that he would love to wrestle Kenny Omega, and that if he got out of the minor leagues or whatever, it would be a really good match at WrestleMania. So, with that being said, what do you what are your thoughts on that? And I think some people's comments. I think both of these companies need to keep each other's names out of their mouths. Establish yourselves as the more dominant brand by doing what you've been doing for as long as WWE has been doing. If you truly believe that they are the minor leagues, why are you mentioning them? You are giving them more clout. You are giving them their fan base more reason to hate you. So, Seth, you're coming off like a dick. And Kenny Omega is just like, I'll bring in all your fan base then. Because AEW, when their name is mentioned, or when any of the athletes' names are mentioned, you're giving them more momentum. Uh, WWE, you just look like a spoiled rich kid who is just talking trash about somebody who doesn't have as much as you. Yeah, but what about when AEW did it? Wasn't that the same thing? No, I, and I agree. I think AEW, just like CM Punk says, stop mentioning them. Because right now, you're going to lose that WWE fan base. Instead of not only not only that though, because you're talking about how Seth Rollins um, making him is going to make him look bad or whatever. But when AEW did it too, and I'm sorry to say, I agree with Kevin Nash. Did you hear about that? What he yeah. said? Yep. It's the same thing, you know. Don't hate on Kevin Nash for saying that. He knows about the business. The man's really really smart when it comes about the business. You need to stay off the weed, or I can smoke with him either way. But you know he. But he does know a lot about the business, and if you want to, you know, try to establish yourself as a separate company, as a separate entity, as a bigger company than WWE, then don't mention them. You know, there was no reason, you know, and then he mentioned the fact, if anybody didn't know, uh, Kevin Nash stated that he, you know, that AEW needs to keep WWE out their mouth because when they made that comment, when Cody Rhodes made that comment, about there's no barrier here, but then yet Chris Jericho just so happened to have a mic. He goes, little details like that is what separates a company. And when you were trying to bash that other company, but you still did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's basically what he was saying. You know, so I agree with Kevin Nash, though. I really yeah. do. Well, you when know? it comes to Seth Rollins talking, I think Seth Rollins needs to stop because he does not have the backbone or the voice to be able to keep up with these guys. These guys will no, run I, laps around I, him. No, I think I think he can. I think he can. I think he, he can. So I, I mean, don't at all. Especially on Raw when he went up against Humberto Carrillo, you know he was keeping up pace with him. I think uh, Humberto Carrillo. I think he was a little bit faster than Seth, but Seth did keep pace with him. So oh, I no, think I'm not talking about rest, not wrestling wise. Wrestling wise, he's right there with him. I'm talking about being able to have a back and forth conversation. And be able to keep up on Twitter. He's not yeah. that kind of person. He well, he, he takes things to heart. Exactly. And and it, the funny thing that's that that I was laughing at was um was Jr. commented on it too, and Jr. came out. Did you hear it? No, I didn't hear that one. Well, Jr. came out and he goes, "Well, maybe one day when he's gets over as much as his girlfriend does." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I was like, damn, JR, just wow. All right, now, how I feel about this whole situation is 
I think it's good for Seth Rollins, to be honest. And the reason why I think it's good for Seth Rollins, and I don't, is that it's good because it's bringing him more attention. He's the universal champion. You want that in your champion. You want that in that person, whoever's champion. You want them to be out there. Because why? Because everybody and their brother was complaining about um, Brock Lesnar not being there. He's a universal champion. We don't even hear from him. We don't do that. He doesn't do that. And he doesn't. That I agree with. But then now you got a champion that he doesn't give a shit who he talks to and, and who he puts down. And he's getting that attention. You know, I mean, for me, it's like if he was a heel and this is the part where I don't, you know, I, I don't agree with. He's doing this as a baby face. So it, this is kind of stuff that heels do. You know what I'm saying? If he was a heel, man, I'd be all over this, and it would really make him stand out. Does It kind of makes him stand out anyway, but he's a baby face, and he's trying to get over as a baby face. It's not really working, and he's he's getting butt hurt, to be honest. he There was a sign. Somebody had a, a sign about um, we don't want Rollins no more or something like that, and he got, like, he wasn't offended, but he was just, like, hurt. He was just like, oh, God, I can't believe you did that on me. Why would you do that? I am your universal champion. I am Seth Rollins. Well, I can't do it in the voice that you do it, Rick. I mean, he was more like, I'm Seth Rollins. I'm the universal champion. Respect me. <laughs> and and that's, I think that's his biggest problem is that he's demanding respect instead of getting that respect, you know, and – you know, if like I said, if he was a heel, I'd, I'd be all on top. I'd be like, this is great, and da-da-da. I still think it's okay, but it's, I don't know. It's, cho- it's poor choice of words. Um, but at the same time, he is your universal champion, and you do want him to stand out. You know, you don't care what he does, but as long as he stand out better than what Brock was doing. You know, so I don't know. Um, Elio Canella from the Wrestling POV Global. Which you can catch him now on Thursdays, okay? Thursdays. On iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, for free. For what? For free. Thank you. Uh, he says Seth Rollins just doesn't know when to shut up. He just <laughs> keeps digging himself deeper and makes him and WWE look bad. Calling AEW minor leagues yet uh, keeps bringing up their name. Okay. I mean, that's uh, what <laughs> Anton Hoffman. I think he copied you. Anton Hoffman and Deliberator. He says AEW is a minor league organization, yet Seth can't stop talking about it. Didn't he take a similar jab at John Moxley when he jumped shit? Okay, Seth, we see you're a company man, but seriously, um, you agree with him? Absolutely. I mean, that's what it is. It's just like you're trying to be the WWE golden boy, but you don't see Roman Reigns doing that. You don't Mm -hmm. see any of the other top talents doing that. You just see Seth Rollins doing it, and Seth, you're coming off like a kiss ass, and nobody likes a kiss ass. No, no, no. Uh, Sean Pinkett, he says Seth needs to shut up and open his eyes because WWE has been trash for a while now. Damn, man. He just went from one person to that, to the whole company. It's like, dude, really? Uh, Charles uh, Donagity? Whatever, I can't pronounce that. Even if you disagree with Seth, which I do, he is still correct. <laughs> That's just wow. Alrighty then. So those are the comments. Um, if you guys, if you guys have any comment, and uh, I hear something weird over here, bugging me out. All right. So if you guys have any comments, post it on our Facebook page. 
and uh, we'll get back. We'll call it on air. We'll talk about it. And, uh, you know, we might make fun of you. You might make hate or comment of the week. Okay. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, actually, and then, Rick, you posted on our Facebook page, <laughs> Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah. And Kurt Angle and wife, Giovanna, have officially adopted their son. And then you posted a picture of uh, Jason Jordan. That's wrong, man. <laughs> cool. Uh, but in truth to that is that he, uh, they adopted a kid from uh, Bulgaria. Yeah. Um, I thought it was Rusev at first, but no, it wasn't Rusev. It was it was a uh, uh, a kid from Bulgaria. They adopted him, and hey, congratulations! You know, you can you can always adopt. You know, some kids don't have the the lifestyles of every, anybody else. So, true, um, true. I think I think that's it for the hot tag news, Rick. Yeah, that is it, is it. for All our right. live for our live feed. <laughs> I know, right? Um, we can't take a pause though because people are watching. So what we're but gonna we, do is we're gonna take a three second pause. Let's take a three. The three. No, wait, you're wrong. Oh. What? What is it? What did Edge call it? They had the what? Five second pose. Pose. Yeah. So this will be the three second pose. Ready? All right, go. Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Everybody. <laughs> Good enough. All right. All right. So we're back. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Save yourself 10% on all products for the uh, Collar and Elbow. You can check it out. As Tony Diaz is wearing a Collar and Elbow brand t-shirt. It's very comfortable. It's got stretchy materials. It is awesome. They have t-shirts. They have hoodies. They have all kinds of th- goodies. Um, it's a great uh, company. They look out for independent wrestlers. Um, just check it out. It's go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. What does everybody want? T-shirts. There you go. Let's go over to Raw Notes. Uh, not too bad of a Raw. wasn't the greatest. Um, there was some good matches, though, and which is what I always like. Uh, I'm going to tell you the highest point for me of, um, of Raw was the OC versus the Street Profits. Really? Um, yeah, you know, I gave it a four. I gave it a four. That's how much I liked this match. I mean, at first, I was a little confused because I thought there was supposed to be a six-man. was. But they kind of changed that up. But that's okay, though. I'm fine with that, only because... I wanted to see the street profits. And I think it would have taken away from their mojo, you know, their, you know, from their spotlight for that day. Christ, they main evented raw. You know, and then you're gonna take it away by adding a, a third person. So I was kind of happy with it that it was just them. Montez Ford, I'm gonna call it right now. That guy is good. Needs to bulk up just a little bit more, I think. But I can see him in the title picture in a couple years. Yeah. In a couple of years. I definitely do. I am so, like, he is good. He, he Good promo guy, good wrestler. A couple of mistakes I saw during the match, but it wasn't. That's probably most likely nerves on their part. It, it was nerves, yeah, yeah. And if you wasn't in the business, you didn't see it. You know, I can guarantee you didn't see it. Um, I saw it, and I was just like, ah, oh. I was like, ah, mm, uh, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, but I had a lot of this match was really good. And I'm glad they gave him the win. Um, 
I think between them and the Viking Raiders for the belt, they're going to tear the house apart. Um, but they got to save it, though. Either do it at Survivor Series or do it at Royal. It's got to be at the big pay-per-view. They can't do it at a, just a normal pay-per-view. Um, they're going to tear it up. Uh, the lowest point for me on Raw was the, the promo with Rusev. Ugh, it was bad. It was just terrible. Yeah, that, that whole like thing is... Yeah, I just didn't like it. Um, but now, just an honorable mention, though. Uh, I had I gave it a three and a half stars. It was really close to, you know, I couldn't, you know, but I, I rate them as the show goes on. So, you know, everybody, you know, but at the top of the list, and I have to give it an honorable mention, was Drew versus Ricochet. That was a really good match. Um, to have Drew go over, I think, was the right call. Um, it didn't really, to me, it didn't damage Ricochet at all, but from here on out, because he took that loss from Drew, which he should have, they got to make him win. They can't yeah. make him start losing now. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's like a reset. Yeah, it's kind of like a reset. Yeah. So, but Drew needed this win, uh, coming back, he coming back and losing. I think it would have destroyed all credibility of credibility. <laughs> yeah. That word. Of, of Drew. So for him to get the win, I was happy with it. It was a good match, too, because he, he stood toe-to-toe with Ricochet. And that's hard to do, because Ricochet, hence the name, is all over the place. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For a big guy like Drew to keep pace with him, I was like, wow, that's impressive. So yeah, he needed this win. He should have won. And there you go. Alright, Rick, what are you your know, thoughts on Raw? Um, I do have to say this. Uh, I have to disagree with you with uh, Drew McIntyre and Ricochet. Honestly, we've seen this feud before, and we see Ricochet actually go over on Drew. This was the moment where they needed to make Drew a monster and beat him as quickly as possible. There's Bailey in the background. Um, but yeah, Drew McIntyre should have destroyed Ricochet in less than two minutes. I'm sorry. If you want to build him as this monster, you want to hit the reset button, that was the time to do it, not to make it a big match. But for me, the highest... Uh, points I gave out was a three, and that was to Seth Rollins and Humberto Carrillo. I yeah. thought Humberto put a on a great match. show. Um, it was a great match. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great opening thing for Humberto. I hope they give him bigger opportunities like this. He's not going to be in the title picture anytime soon. No, this was no, just a no. uh, show of his skills, yeah. um, and I think he has a lot of them. Uh, yeah. My low point, I am sorry. But Cade Velasquez sucks, bro. From what I've seen, <laughs> this dude could not throw a punch against Shelton Benjamin. He, he did not want to. He held oh back. You can tell he did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But guy, you're in the you're on Monday Night Raw live on TV. You're supposed to look like a powerhouse. We see what you can do with AAA, and you held up. You held back. You're just throwing these pillows yeah. at him, and you weren't yeah. landing anything. Yeah. And you can tell. You can yeah. tell. It was, it was so, just terrible. For me, that, that was just like the lowest point. Uh, for me, overall, I gave Raw a low score. I gave Raw a 1.7 stars. Honestly, yeah. Uh, a lot of it, the last scene, Aleister Black, uh, the Flair opening promo. I uh, was drunk. <laughs> you, you did, yeah, he, well, that's nothing new. You didn't like the Andrade versus Sin Cara match either? No, oh, Andrade, no, Andrade Sikara, I gave a 2.5. I thought it was a good match. Uh, but, yeah, uh, for me overall, it was just – there was a lot of twos and a lot of uh, ones. 
there was yeah, a couple. Well, I mean, three. I had a couple other ones: Seth Rollins and Humberto Carrillo. He was that was another three I had in there. And Andrade versus Sin Cara. Sin Cara was another three. Overall, I gave Raw two point four four. I thought it was it was it wasn't bad. It was a lot of wrestling, which is rare for Raw, but I liked it. I thought yeah. it was a catch meow. <laughs> yeah. All right. It is now time for NXT POV Mamma Mia. All right. Uh, for me, overall, the high point has to be uh, Strong versus Lee versus Djokovic. Uh, I thought this was a great match. Uh, I gave it a 3.5, and the extra .5 had to go to the ending where you had uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and uh, Finn Balor. And uh, Finn Balor turning heel. How awesome was that overhead kick? He was taking off his jacket and he did he landed it flush. Mm-hmm. He it looks smooth as hell. I mean, Finn Balor as a heel, he's definitely not with Undisputed Era, so don't fall for that. I know that he's, he's not. He's definitely on his own. Uh, yeah. I love it. I think it's gonna be awesome. Also, it takes away from the demon thing. You're focusing more now mm-hmm. on Finn Balor, the person. He's going to be a badass. I hope he comes out with the skull mask and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, do a little back. gun logo again. Because yeah. uh, he, he didn't is... throw up the sign. Oh, yeah. So, so you know. I, I'm all for it. That was my high point. My low point had to be, and I'm sorry to say, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. There was just a lot of mistakes happening here. Uh, I don't know if it was on Bianca's end or Rhea Ripley's it, it was, end. It was on Bianca's end. Yeah. Um, it was just sloppy. Uh, I do not like uh, Candice LeRae getting involved. I don't like Io Shirai getting involved. But, um, but that was but that was the best way to do it to give Bianca the loss without her without her taking it clean, so to speak. Oh yeah, so and, I, and, I agree with what they did with that. I agree, and I understand why Io Shirai would be involved. Yeah. But Candice LeRae has no business again being involved, and I do not like yeah. her. Sam, I am. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I think it was a good, it was a proper spot for her to come in for the save because uh, it, she's the smaller out of the three, out of the four. So we're gonna you know, have a fatal four way. Yeah, well, that, that's what it's gonna end up. Yeah. But I, I thought that match was good, and it there, it was slop, but it was still a good opening match. Um, I gave that one a three, to wow. be honest. Yeah, that, but that wasn't the highest. Yeah. Uh, oh, honorable mention though, Cameron Grimes. He came. <laughs> he saw. He conquered. He did a great job. He must have heard our show and said, "Listen, I ain't no goddamn jobber over here, right? I'm a hearty brother." <laughs> uh, he held his own against yeah. Matt Riddle. It was a good match. I thought I enjoyed it. I was excited, and uh, he did a good thing, man. Uh, overall, I gave NXT a two point two five stars this week. Okay, close to what I did. Um, what was your low point again? You said it was the, um, the Ripley? Ripley. Really? Wow. Dang. For me, the low point was Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai versus Marina or Marina uh, Sha- Schaefer. Is it Schaefer or Shafir? Yeah, it's Schaefer. Schaefer. Shafir. Schaefer. Schaefer. And Jessamine Duke. Um, I wasn't really invested in it. Um, but I'm also excited though for. <laughs> Some reason because Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, they're both pretty good wrestlers, and they're gonna face the Kabuki Warriors next week, which is yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's gonna be a good match. But um I just love Carrie Sane. 
I just wanted to throw this out there. But I love Carrie Sane as a heel. Better than a baby face. Holy shit. She has this I don't give a shit attitude It's a now. demeanor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a whole, subtle whole, thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, even though I couldn't understand what they were saying, it's still I still enjoyed that promo. You know, I still enjoyed Carrie Sane. Her facial features, the just the way she was looking, like, fuck y'all bitches, you know? <laughs> I loved it. This Kabuki Warriors thing as a heel... I, I I love it. And, of course, I gave uh, my high point, I gave it a four, was Keith Lee versus Dominic Djokovic and Roderick Strong, everything about, I was so impressed. Let me tell you something. You know, it's been taking me a while, and you know this, Rick, with Keith Lee, but Keith Lee jumping over the top rope, man. If I was Dominic, I would have been like, fuck, I got to do this spot, man. This is a big dude. <laughs> But Don, he's like six seven, and Keith Lee's like six four. Yeah. So these are two big men to be doing this, and and for Keith Lee to do that high flying stunt over the top rope, I was so impressed. And then you know, and then of course with the ending with uh, Finn Balor turning heel, for me this was the perfect ending for um, for NXT. Why? Because now it has you wanting to tune in for next week. Why did he do this? Da da da. Even though he kind of did at after SmackDown, but still, you want to see what's going to happen next because you know he's going to be on next week. You know what I'm saying? So for me, this was the perfect ending. It, it wasn't the cliffhanger, but it has you wanting. All right, I got to see what happens next week. You know yeah. what I'm saying? NXT. I'm telling you right now. Even though I had mentioned that they're going to be uh, getting out of full cell next year, um, I guess they might go a little earlier with it because they know. The because that environment went nuts anyway, you know. But they still need to get out of full cell, they need to be in arenas now, especially if you're going to be going toe to toe with AEW, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, all right, you need to get away from there. And and they'll make for me, they're going to make more money, they're going to draw a crowd. It's not like they're going to go, you know, go to an empty uh stadium or uh arena. Um, but for me, this was a perfect ending to uh, NXT. There was some down moments, a lot of twos. I gave it, um, like I said, my lowest was a 1.5. Okay, and between that and the four that I gave Keith Lee match, you know, there was some twos in there, two and a half. Um, overall, I gave uh, NXT a 2.66. All right. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for NXT versus AEW, where mm. us, the rest of POV podcast, and the rest of POV global crew. Go over what we think was better for the, I like to call it the Wednesday night delight. I mean, I wore it just so <laughs> dirty. Um, but yeah, so the Wednesday night delights, it's uh, currently two for NXT and one for AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is our POBs. Every week we vote. Uh, every week Peace. right after uh, AEW, you have uh, the wrestling POV global crew going on, on Thursdays, talking over AEW, and like we go over NXT, and then we all get together and we make our votes. So I can yep. tell you right now, uh, TJ Logan voted for NXT this week, and really? I can tell you that Elio Canelo voted for AEW this week. Wow. So we have our, our work cut out for us this week. Um, Tony, what do you think about AEW this week? What was your right. high and the low? Well, before I go that, so wait, who'd you say? Um... Uh, what'd you say that who went for NXT again? TJ went for NXT. I thought, I thought Elio went with NXT. That was nope. TJ. Yeah. TJ went with NXT and Elio went with um, AEW, huh? Yep. 
Wow. All right. All right. For me, AEW was it was it was good. It was all right. It was pretty good. Um, for me, the highest was the Private Party versus Lucha Brothers. It was good, but again, I was looking at this as a wrestler, and there was a lot of mistakes by Private Party. I like this tag team; they're good, but I think they were given too much of the spotlight in the past two weeks, and I, and it showed in this match. Um, there was a lot of mistakes by Private Party, but they still did good, and it was still my favorite of the night. Um, did you hear that? I forgot the name, so I apologize, but did you hear the guy <laughs> screaming <laughs> like a girl every time he gets hit? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I, that, I thought that was funny. I always thought that was funny. Um, the lowest point for me was SCU versus Dark Order. The, I don't, there's something about the Dark Order I just don't like. I'm like, mm, I don't know what what's so impressive of them. I don't. Yeah. Uh, to me, I'm just like, no, this match did nothing for me, especially, especially the fact that Jericho and his crew came out during the match. Yeah, you know, I don't get that. It's like, why are they involved in everything? Yeah, and it took away from that match. And maybe that's why I probably didn't like it. Um, but it did. I just, it was, ah, it was just awful. All around, and of course, you know, um, the Cody promo was there, the Britt Baker, I'm sorry to say it, NXT's women's division topples AEW's women's oh, division. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just, they need to, do you want to improve on something? Prove on that first, because Britt Baker's been on so many times, it's, it's getting ridiculous. But then again, it goes back to what I've been saying, too, because every week, so far, since AEW started on television, and a lot of you can hate me, then that's fine. But I'm looking at it as a as the I've done a lot of indie shows where the promoter will pull himself over or his buddies over and shit like that. And so far, and, and nobody cannot tell me any different, is that they want to keep pushing all these other people, but then yet they're the ones that's being on the show every week. Kenny Omega was on the show. Cody Rose is on the show. The Young Bucks was on the show. Chris Jericho, yeah, I know he's a champion, but he's been on the show every week. So, you know, it's like, all right, so far it's been you guys all the time. You say you want to, you know, this is the company that's going to be diverse and, you know, we're going to push other people. I'm not seeing it so far. Yeah. I really am not. And like I said, you guys can disagree with me and that's fine. Um, I, they, they might change my mind. I don't know. Overall, though, I gave uh, AEW a 2.21. So yes. it was close, but I liked NXT better. All right. So uh, for me, the high point had to be uh, Janela and uh, Kenny Omega. I thought it was a great really? match. Yeah. I mean, I thought, listen, you got to, if AEW wants me to start pulling for them, you got to really, really give me something, man. I, mm. I, like you said, this whole thing with Jericho and the inner circle, which is a stupid, stupid name. I know I haven't mentioned <laughs> I, it yet, I keep but the, of the band. It's so bad. The inner circle, like that's the best. Like, the, like these guys, the uh, the LAX guys, they don't go with the inner circle. That's not the. No. That's not the. They. It looks so out of place. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. And no. then, uh, so yeah, my high point was Kenny Omega uh, and, and Joey Janela. The low point. The, the whole promo with uh, uh, Cody Rhodes punching through the glass door uh, using MJF's scarf, 
Mm-hmm. MJF, what are you, bro? Because I don't see it. I, but not only the thing is, he's a heel character. This dude can get over as a heel, but then yet he's hanging out with baby faces. I don't get, and see, that's the other thing, and nobody's calling it out, which is pissing me off, is that here he is a, a super heel. He is a super heel. And what I mean by that is that he doesn't give, he plays his character even outside of the ring. That is a super heel. When he's doing these little Comic-Cons and autograph signings, he'll sign your shit and throw it at you. That's that's a super heel. But then yet he's he's siding with Cody Rhodes. I don't get, what, what the fuck is he? You know, but then not only that, his wife, Brandy, attacks that one girl. It's like, wait a minute, they got to get their shit straight. Bro, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't get it. Um, and you know, the one thing I do see is that MJF turns on Cody at the pay-per-view. It, that's It's going to have to be because you, obviously, you know, with that match coming up on the pay-per-view, that is going to be a lot of interference from that end. And then Cody's friends are going to come out. DDP came out. Nothing against DDP, but should he have really been there? No. You know, <laughs> I mean, he didn't accept us to be our sponsor, so screw him. <laughs> Your yoga, yeah. No, it right. does work. It what does work. It uh, does work. Yeah. What did you give it overall? Overall, I gave it a, a one point nine. I was not that impressed by it. Yeah. So Ooh. for me, it, the the vote goes to NXT. So yeah, uh, same thing. NXT wins this week, so NXT is now up three to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, the fans, voted, and you favored AEW, and I can see yeah. I see why you guys vote for that way, but you guys have to understand that things have to make sense. Like, yeah. the inner circle should not be out for a SCU tag team match. They have nothing During to the match. each other. Yeah. yeah that, no, and the tag team tournament that they're not even involved in. No. So, no. And and uh, just to, the, to mention uh, Mimi's text she sent, that she went, uh, she picked NXT over AEW herself. So um, she said it was more action and storytelling. So there you go. And then a couple comments about it. Uh, Robert Cortez says both fans win. Uh, Jonathan Roberts says Triple H just made me not want to watch NXT. The only reason to watch NXT just turned heel. I'll pass. Fucking stupid. That is dumb. I'm sorry to say that is dumb. Uh, you know, the fuck out of here. What is wrong with people? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and But the thing of it is, see, that's an AEW fanboy. You know what I'm saying? That is an AEW fanboy. If, if, if the one thing I love about this show is that it is everybody's point of view. You know, everybody's personal opinion. But you guys got to stop with this shit because you think WWE is so bad and da-da-da. I'm sorry to say on the way I have it, let me see. I gave AEW a 2.21. NXT was a 2.66. Raw was a 2.44. And we'll get into SmackDown. But out of those four shows, AEW was third. Okay? So, I mean, you guys got to really, really check yourselves before you wreck yourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, anyway. No, but look at it for what it is. Don't look at it just because the crowd was hype. Because the crowd was hype in AEW. They were. They were hype. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, even though this NXT crowd was hype, you know, this past week, I guarantee you, when NXT goes to those arenas, they're, they're going to be even more hype. 
You know what I'm saying? They're going to be just as hype as the AEW uh, shows on Wednesday and their arenas. They, they really are. And you watch. I guarantee you, all of a sudden everybody's going to be like, ooh, what a change. No, they've been the same people for the longest. You know what I'm saying? And and these AEW, I call them AEW fanboys because it's true. You know, yeah, there are WWE fanboys too. And they'll defend WWE to, you know, but I cause it as I seize it. And the way, you know, like I said, I've always liked how we do our little rating system because we rate every segment and then we give it a bottom, you know, we, we add them up our scores and then we get what we get. And uh, nine times out of ten, it's been accurate. I think I disagreed one time with it, and I and I think you convinced me otherwise. And but there's been that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Is it, are we analytical? Are we like that? Oh yeah, yeah, we're something like that. There's so, something like that. All right. But with for that me, being said, you, they gotta they gotta stop. They, they really do. It, that's just ridiculous. Oh, oh, so I'm going to stop because Finn Balor turned heel. That was the best thing for him. Yep. He hasn't really been doing nothing lately, you know? He hasn't, so... Good riddance. With that being said, it's now <laughs> time for the SmackDown! Right Are you ready? Uh, for me, SmackDown, bro, you're not getting better. You're getting worse. The the, the time slots, you're not filling them in the right way. Uh, the high point, one. Yeah, well, World Series baseball. Yeah. Uh, the high point for me, I gave a three to the main event: Ali Reigns and Shorty G versus Cesaro Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean that was probably the best thing they had going. Yeah. Uh, before that. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of lows. Uh, for me, the lowest point was two promos. Daniel Bryan's horrible promo that was about going back to the Yes Movement. Mm-hmm. And and I'm listen, I'm saying it. I'm going to say it. Don't call you're me gonna, a hater. Whoa, whoa. You know you're going to have to defend yourself now. The Firefly Funhouse was garbage. It was hot caca poo poo. It was disgustingly bad. I mean, first of all, you're rebuilding the Firefly Funhouse. Why is there no damage to it? You know, mm-hmm. like he just rebuilt it like the same exact way. Uh, yeah. And nothing then, being and said then the about came back to life. Nothing being said about his match. You know, he's just saying, "I'll see you at Crown Jewel." Yeah. Okay. He's just basically saying he has the power to bring somebody back from the dead. That's that's. What this whole thing was about. <laughs> I thought Fox didn't want this stuff and they did it anyway. And they did it anyway. Uh, it was hot garbage. Um, overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.9. Uh, I do have to say an honorable mention the Miss TV opening segment. Ric Flair was trash. Hulk Hogan surprised the hell out of me with yeah. how good he did. He mentioned yeah. everybody correctly. He yeah. was active. He was. He didn't stutter. Ric Flair was like, I, 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 woo! But hopefully he held his own. And he I, did. I, I got to applaud him for that. Yeah, yeah, I'll tip my head off for that. But uh, for me, the low point was that Daniel Bryan promo. It was just, I mean, it was, for me, that was worse than the Firefly Funhouse. But 
it was just so bad because for me, it made no sense. Because if you're not going to talk about it, then why, you know, why just do this segment for? It was a waste of time. Um, the highest point, and I gave it a three and a half, was the Roman Ali, you know, or Team Flair versus Team Hogan. That was a really good match. Now, I, <laughs> I haven't really been looking online, you know, because it's happened last night. But what do you think of Shorty G's new look? <laughs> Yo, it works. It you works. think it works? A lot of people hate it. I uh, like a lot it. of people hate I, it. I like it. I think it works for him. It's just like, listen, as long as he's not doing you, I'm Shorty G. And this is what I do. And this is how I be. Like, if he starts doing that, then no. But if he's gonna accept the name and I like the the gear change, it works. I mean, yeah. let's see where it goes. We will see where it goes. Um, but a lot of people so far are hating it. I might even have to do a poll on it just to see where people is at because they're just like, uh, whose comment? I saw somebody's comment and it said that he looks like the uh, the in the video game NBA uh, one of the basketball games where they had the big head option. Oh they said, yeah, That's what like. I was like, yeah, NBA Jam. It's like, yeah, NBA Jam. Yeah, I'm just like, wow. Um, yeah, so that was my highest point. Uh, oh, I mean, SmackDown in general is just so bad. They were worried, to me, they were worried more so about um, Crown Jewel than they were yeah. about anything else. Because after Crown Jewel, there's going to be nothing going on with any of these guys. You yep. know what I'm saying? And she's, and she, and um, then they're going to have to worry about. Survivor Series, which they're only they're only going to have like a couple of weeks to do it, you know. And and sometimes I wish they spent more time on that than they do on this Crown Jewel stuff, you know. I mean, and again, we're not going to cover. I mean, we're probably going to mention it, obviously, um, but we're not doing the pay per view points game. I don't want to do the pay per view points game for it. Um, for me, it, for my personal reasons, it's just I think they bowed down to them to every little thing because yet they took. And and it's the little things that I've noticed too. You know, they took away the the um the pyro and all that shit from us for the longest time, but then yet they get it. Why do they get it? For what? You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was just you know little things like that. There's more to it than than just the pyro. So for me, it was like they concentrated way too much on that, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. They were doing it to appease them. Because think about it, Mansoor. When was the last time you saw him on TV? But then yet they're gonna promote him like he's something big. You know, oh my God, I got Monsoor coming on it. I haven't seen that motherfucker on TV since the last Crown Jewel. Since, and yeah, you put him right. over. And you put him over for what? Because he just so happened to be, you know, Saudi Arabian. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was just stupid. I mean, and then now they're promoting him, and I still haven't seen him. Still haven't seen him. You know, so it's like you guys. Eh. Anyways, I gave SmackDown a 1.63. Wow. All yeah, right, with that bad. being said, it, it is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Uh, currently, NXT is ahead 13 to Raw's 12 to SmackDown's 3. And I feel like SmackDown will be remaining on 3 to this episode. <laughs> uh, for me, I had to give NXT the pull this week after NXT was the best show. Um, I did score SmackDown higher than Raw, but I have to make a switch just by listening to what you had to say, how bad SmackDown was, uh, and the, the things that Raw were doing were probably the, were better. They had more matches, obviously. Yeah. So I would go with NXT, Raw, and then SmackDown. Uh, that's my that's the way I look at it this week. What about you? 
Yeah, no, same thing. Uh, NXT was just over the top, and they did really, really well. Um, for me, it's NXT, uh, Raw, and then SmackDown. And I, I just wanted to say this before we, we leave, because it's almost about that time. NXT, now, some people, like, I've seen some people complain that two hours is just too long for them. I like the two hours. And I'll tell you why, because now it's like they're given a chance. And I said this before, too, is that they're given a chance for other people to shine, too. And they, that's what's been going on. So leave it at two hours. An hour, I, I just think they cram too much or they try to cram too much. And the storytelling, you know, they try to cram it all in one hour. Two hours, at least they can spread it out, you know, like the backstage skits and shit like that. And then yeah. give more time for the wrestling. You know what I'm saying? And but the thing of it is it's all been coming together really, really well. And they've been, I think, sticking with two hours is good. They can't go a third though. They cannot. No, definitely not. Don't go a third. I think that's what's gonna ruin it for them. But even still, even, I think even if they did go three hours, I still think they'll knock it off the park. The only problem is they will have to do it every week, and that's hard to do. That'll be hard to do. But the two hour mark, it's perfect for them. And they've been knocking it out, you know. So yeah. All right, so with that being said, uh, NXT is now up 14 to Raw's 12, uh, R2-D2. He's here. Uh, yeah, that's, that was a sound you were hearing. I saw it in the background. Uh, NXT yeah. has 14 to Raw's 12 to SmackDown's 3. So yeah. SmackDown, yeah. you know, I'm going to look into it. How many more weeks they have before they're officially eliminated <laughs> from the competition? Remember, we go up to WrestleMania and then we start all over. So, yeah, and for uh, the wrestling POV Global guys, they go up to Wrestle Kingdom, they said. Yep. And uh, uh, they start all over with theirs. So, uh, you know, tune into their show every Thursday and, uh, you know, show them some support. Throw some yeah, questions they, at them, too. They yeah, need them. Hit them. Hit them hard. They, come hard. Up, they, they cover everything outside of WWE. Uh, they also cover WWE NXT UK. They cover uh, New Japan. They cover AEW. They cover all those good shows and outside of WWE. You know, we only have so much time to be talking about wrestling. We got some great personalities from Canada, uh, both on opposite sides of Canada. So we have a big uh, different points of views going on there. Uh, so definitely give them a listen. Uh, they're great guys. They know what they're doing. Uh, but hit them. Hit them hard. <laughs> May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. Damn. What a way to boot us out. Shit. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, we would go over the book, but Mimi took the book. Uh, <laughs> she took the book with her. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's on there. You remember who's on there? You know who I just know made Lacey... the book? Huh? Mimi Goody. <laughs> you just made the book. <laughs> um, yeah, she took the book. So I don't remember who was on there. The only thing I remember who's on there was I think Lacey Evans was on there. Yeah. Um, Bailey's. Badonkadonk. The ba Bailey's Badonkadonk was on there. Nikki Cross's Badonkadonk is on there. Um, I, I I mean, but I think... Oh, wait a minute. I thought we said one of them would be off today. You know what? We'll leave it for next week. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it for just, next week. We're here talking about We're here talking about badonkies and shit like that. So I think that's the end of the show. Now, I'm going to play a song, and then we're just going to cut it right from there. Obviously, for my playlist of two Brazilian songs. Yes, it's true. I got so many songs on here. It's just so you guys can defeat Rick. That's all you got to do. 
beat Never. Rick, all right? And if you can beat Rick, and then, that, you know, we just sign off and uh, we ride off into the sunset until next week where we'll probably, you know, we're going to cover Crown Jewels, so don't worry about it. <laughs> all right? All right, so with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel. Sorry. That's Rick Serrano the third. And that's it. The rest of the crew is gone. So love decent wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. The Riot Squad. Yeah. (laughs) Who's beating that? Nobody. That was quick. That was quick. (laughs) All right. I can't. When is she coming back? Don't be so surgery, man. I mean, I came back after a week. I don't mm. know about her. Well, you're still suffering from that finger injury. That's true. Um. All right. Peace out, y'all.